Let's go. Please welcome Big Bay Mornings. Wake up. When they hear the sound of the drum, they'll be saying, oh, Lord, here they come. Good morning. Thank you guys for making my morning great. Every morning I'm pumped for work. Big Bay Mornings. 99.7 Now. Here we are. Good morning and welcome to your Tuesday. It is February 27th and we are Big Bay Mornings. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, everyone. Hello, Ellen. Hola, good morning. Top of the morning to your producer, Art. Top of the morning, what's up, Benny? How about we start the day with a little normal or nope? Oh. And I realized this in bed last night. Normal or nope? Oh. And a part of it, <laughs> no, 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 Cochino. Part of it has to do with my OCD. But I realized that the volume on my television has to be an odd number at all times. Normally 17 or 21, but I will never, ever leave the volume on an even number. I don't know what it is, but if it's on an even number when I turn it on, I got to move it to an odd number. At that's, all times. That's OCD. It yeah, is. For is that sure. what that is? It's oh also, I thought you were like me and listening super loud. 17 and 21 are awfully low. I'm up in the 30s. Dep- <laughs> I am. Well, you got to turn your hearing aid on there, my friend. Do I have OCD? I'm in the 30s, bro. What? Can't what? hear it. I, I mean, it's 20 years of wearing this, and you should have the same problem. You probably got more than me wearing these. I do. Cans. Headphones? Uh, yeah, I have. <laughs> I love that you call them cans, too. Um, <laughs> no, but let me yeah. tell you, do I have OCD? Because I actually have the same thing you do, but mine's even. Same. It can't be an odd number. Mm-hmm. I thought I was weird. And apparently, As it's well. normal. Three out of four right, do yeah. it. So, <laughs> in this room. So it's normal. <laughs> Grace in the 30s. Is it an even 30 or odd 30? It, it doesn't matter as okay. long as it's in the 30s. <laughs> I got to have that thing up. Normal or nope? I know it's early. But people do this at the gym all the time. They don't go to the gym, and I would not do it at the gym even if I did go to the gym. But I do do it at home in the privacy of my own bathroom every time I get out of the shower. Do you ever use the blow dryer? For your nether regions. Correct. No. It is not normal at the gym they do it at my old gym all the time and i will show the guy i don't know if you do it like this at home yes but it's only old men yes one leg and i can benny's about to fall by the way listen i can understand not wanting to be moist down there yes However, because you're going to put underwear on and you want it to be completely dry. And if you do it at home with your own blow dryer that you only use, I'm okay with it. At the gym, they use, there's a blow dryer attached to the wall. <laughs> and it really is 60 and up that does this. And they're, and at 60, things start to drop on men just right. like they do on women, uh-huh. just different parts. And it is a sight to see. I mean, I want y'all all to visualize this as you're eating your Cheerios this morning. Oh, this is I what did. I see at the I gym. Did. Now, the blow dryer at the gym, yeah, I don't think anyone's using it for their head. No. Nobody's using it. <laughs> yes. It is a community uh-huh. blow dryer for down there. But, okay, so not normal at the gym. Normal at home? It's fine. Okay. I understand yeah. you want to be dry down there. And it, let's be honest, a towel, just a moist towel, because you've already wiped your rest of your body off, it doesn't get you dry enough down there. And then that's mm. gross. Because I'm thinking, well, if I don't switch the towel out every day, now I'm going to use this same towel on my face. Oh, the that's next okay. Day. You've already cleaned yourself. Ah, there's still 
some now. It's OCD in you. It's in my head. See, I don't bother. Normal. I don't bother drying it because I'm like Diddy. I kind of dry myself, but I walk around and let myself air dry for a little bit in the house. Okay. Let myself air Okay, dry. well, not everyone has that luxury, though, so. Okay. Ellen, normal or nope? Give me one. Okay. Something you do. Let's get to know All you All right, bit. normal or nope? Brushing your teeth in the shower. Do it. No. Nope. I do it about I do it about a fourth of the time. Me yeah, too. Yeah, I do it. I would say about a fourth of the time. And you know when I do it the most is when I'm hungover. When I am hungover, I can't stand to have hot things in my mouth. I don't know why. Like, I can't drink coffee. I can't, it has to be Ew. something cold. And just putting a toothbrush in there so I have to go into the shower, for some reason it changes it. Yeah, it feels so good. Like, you get in the shower, you detox, you feel so good. How are you going to come out of a fresh shower with stinky breath? Normal or nope? Kissing someone's feet for hours. For hours? What? No, what? Like your boy, Ricky Martin here. I have a crazy foot fetish. Can a foot be a deal breaker for you? Oh, yes, it can be a deal breaker. Yeah. So it has... Yeah. It's a, you, pretty feet are pretty feet. Ugly feet are like duck fights. How ugly <laughs> did you get? He continued in that interview to say that he will give someone a foot massage for hours and kiss those feet for hours. You know what, oh Ricky? God. You and I are a perfect match because I love a foot massage. <laughs> if you love to give them, come on over. Okay, but getting your feet kissed. I like it. You like it? I Having attention to your feet from all parts of someone mm. else, I like. I like that. Well, he's slowly moving into that world. Remember I said last week, he's been posting pics of his feet you on have. his Instagram page. I was three in a row. me doing <laughs> no. physical therapy. No, you knew what you were doing. Wiggling you were toes. trying. It was a thirst trap. Yeah, why were you <laughs> who wants painted? to touch these toes? Huh? <laughs> why was Ricky Martin in the background <laughs> kissing your feet? Listen, I do trim my feet hair to make sure they're nice and cute. Hey. Hey. Big day mornings. I love them. Amazing. Bay Area, good morning. Thank you for waking up with us. 99.7 now. Well, here we go again. Good morning. Welcome to your Tuesday. It is Big Bay Mornings with Benny, Ellen, and Greg. And it is time for the BBMDM. You can slide through on Instagram at Big Bay Mornings. This morning's DM goes like this. What up, Big Bay Mornings? Kids learning to waste money. My name is Jane. And I recently allowed my 11-year-old son to buy $300 sneakers because he used his own Christmas and birthday money. Plus, he needed new sneakers. My husband, Henry, is furious. $300 for sneakers is ridiculous, he says, and our son will outgrow them in six months. My argument is it's his money. He can choose what he wants to do with it. What would you do? Who is right? She's right, because the best thing you can do is teach kids about money, and if he decides to spend his money, $300, on a pair of sneakers that he outgrows in six months, then he learns a lesson right there. Or maybe he decides, yeah, that was a great choice because I got to enjoy these sneakers for six months, and I love them. But whatever it is, he's learning a lesson about money. As long as you're not giving it to him, then... Why not? And maybe that was his goal. Those shoes were, those were his goal. He was saving up for these mm-hmm. shoes. And I'm 100% with you. I've been through this with my daughter, who's now 20. And yeah, it does, th- there's valuable lessons in letting your children choose how to spend their money. It helps them understand the value of money, but it gives them a chance to make mistakes when it doesn't really count. Exactly. That's what I was going to say, because that's how you learn. That's how you learn what's worth it, what's not. You got to go through it. You can't protect your child all the time. These are the type of lessons that they have to actually go through. The best lessons are you learn are like when you blow your money and you realize you blew it on something bad, then you learn that lesson. When you lose something valuable, 
that you love. Mm -hmm. It's such a good lesson (laughs) about taking care of the things that you care about. I mean, those are all lessons we learn when we're teens. Well, you hit a big one there. Buyer's remorse, I think, is what you were saying. Yeah. Buyer's remorse, that's a major lesson. And then, yeah, realizing, hey, I can't afford this. It puts the cost of things in perspective. And kids, anyone, won't understand that until they make those mistakes themselves. And we all know, no matter what it is, money or anything, kids learn best from their own actions. And if we can teach kids key financial lessons before they go out into the real world, that's yeah. a win in my opinion. I mean, didn't you learn your lesson when you bought that sports car yep. at like 20% APR yep. or something? <laughs> at 19. <laughs> and I'm so happy at 19 I yeah. learned that lesson. I bought a car that I could not afford. Better at 19 than 39. Okay, so what age are you supposed to stop learning these lessons? Because I feel like I'm still learning these lessons. Wow. You know, like I still go through it. I still yeah. I, I, I still don't know how to spend my <laughs> they, money. They should become smaller <laughs> lessons as you become older. The <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, then you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Now, with that being said, kids 11, 12, 13, yes, let them spend their allowance or their money however they like. There also needs to be a savings plan here. And when they start working, for example, when my daughter started working at 15, we would take half of her paycheck, put that away into Mm, an account, give her the other half, let her do whatever she wanted to do with it. So whatever that percentage is for you as a parent, I would definitely recommend doing that and then when the time comes to give your child the savings account well there needs to be some discussion about how that will be spent you just don't give them the thousands of dollars yeah. in 18 and say have fun no 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 so they're also you know what i mean there also has to be a savings plan here yeah because let me tell you with me my aunt and uncle they were really strict with me at the very beginning you know when i moved in with them at 14 and my money was managed by you know by them and so what happened is when I moved out, I got reckless. I got yeah. reckless because I couldn't buy the stuff that I wanted. So when I finally had control of my money, I had no control. And, you know, till this day, I maybe still don't got control. But <laughs> trust me, first day I rolled up when I saw Ellen and what she was driving, I said, Ellen, you being <laughs> reckless with your money. Super reckless. Her car is way nicer than mine. <laughs> she's, she's doing what I was doing at 19. She's got that 20% uh-huh. loan. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm doing it now at 30. Zero down. Yep. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen just started on the show, and she has by far the nicest, most expensive car of anybody on the show. Look, I had to treat myself. Last year, okay. my car got stolen. I got another one, and I got into a car accident. So I was like, no, I am treating myself this year. So, bam. Well, you remember what E-40 said, don't buy an $80,000 car before you buy a house. There you go. Well, that'll be my house then. (laughs) (laughs) That is your BBM DM. You can hit us up with questions, comments, bad advice anytime on Instagram at Big Bay Mornings. Your Dirty on the 30 is next. Hey, Ellen, what's coming up in entertainment? Taylor Swift's dad is in trouble. Oh, and I'm going to tell you all about it. I'm Dirty on the 30. Are you ready? And now, Dirty on the 30. Headlines. Two cities in Contra Costa County are recovering after being hit by cyber attacks. So this happened late last week. Pleasant Hill and Oakley were both hit with cyber attacks that took over the city's computer systems. Oakley even had to declare a state of emergency. It was so bad. Officials are investigating what happened. They say that many departments are still down. Cyber attacks like these against cities are becoming more and more common. You guys remember last year, Oakland had a major Mm -hmm. ransomware attack that took this and crippled the city for weeks and weeks. It happens to hospitals. Remember, like, about four years ago, it happened to us, this company. Yeah, it did. It it took us down as well. 
It happens to hotels as well, by the way. Inflation may be cooling, but many of us are spending more of our income on groceries than at any point over the past 30 years. Food prices remain much higher than before the pandemic. I don't know if you've been to the grocery store recently, especially produce, vegetables. Have you seen the cost of、Bro. those things?、Mm-hmm. You know what? I got to give it up to. You know, I, I have a whole list of people that help me. My food prep guy. <laughs> He's actually very reasonable. He does a lot of people in this building. And so I've stopped going to the grocery store.、So、Lucky you. I think I spent $10 for an heirloom tomato last week.、Oh、It's unbelievable.、Um, you should get your food prep with Michael. Now you may be thinking, well, it's expensive to eat healthy. It also costs more to eat fast food. Recently, we talked about how expensive Mickey D's is right now. Well, Wendy's is going to try to boost profits by introducing AI controlled digital menu boards. So, these menus will display the prices that fluctuate throughout the day, similar to what Uber does with surge pricing. So, if you go at noon when everyone's on lunch, that baconator may cost more then than at 3 p.m. when no one's there. You know、Why? what? The sports teams do this. The Giants and other teams do this. If it's a high demand game, you pay more for tickets. It's a low demand game, you pay less. Yeah, but we're talking burgers, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the way of the world. Maybe you get really, really cheap at like 10 a.m. Sassy Sports. Speaking of baseball, more trouble for the A's move to Vegas. These guys cannot get it together. The Nevada State Education. Association, which represents teachers and educators, are preparing to file an injunction to stop the $380 million in public funds from being distributed to the A's in order for them to build the new stadium. Now, their rallying cry is schools over stadiums, and they are being cheered on by the A's fan groups here in the Bay Area. I saw they had their big fan fest over the weekend. Did you go? I didn't. I had a date with Bridget that. Day, she didn't want to go to that. But... What better date with your wife <laughs> than the Ace Fan Fest? Fest. <laughs> well, I heard that was a huge success, and they、yeah. are supporting this initiative. A's inept owner John Fisher, he's still yet to secure his half, his $380 million in funding. The Nevada Education Association, they're trying to stop that. So, this is going to be a long road. You might be in that Coliseum for a while, A's. Good luck. Are they still going to go to SAC or no? That's not official. That's not official yet, but who、okay. knows? Who knows what's going to happen <laughs> every day? It's something new. Former Seahawk turned TV personality Richard Sherman, who used to love to run his mouth about the 49ers, then later played here, was released from jail yesterday after being arrested for D. DUI early Saturday morning. Now, no special privileges for Sherman. He spent the entire weekend in the slammer. No judge was willing to ruin their weekend to go up there to hear his bail hearing.、Good. So they let him just stay in there the entire weekend. Now, remember, Sherman has had another famous alcohol fueled run in with the law. 2021, we talked about it on the show. He was drunkenly trying to break into his father in law's home looking for. His wife. So, dude has problems. Maybe get off the TV, run your mouth about everybody else, and get some help. And stalker alert Brittany Mahomes, wife to Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, was photographed in Mexico wearing the exact same dress Taylor Swift wore when she was on the 2023 Time Magazine Person of the Year cover. 
Is that a reason, as a girl, is mm. that a reason for Taylor Swift to be a little worried about this girl? So just because they wore the same dress, yeah. now she's considered a stalker. Uh, she is! No! Like, they make different dresses, so many dresses for a reason. Well, that doesn't mean you're a stalker. Yeah, then why There's are you wearing the same one? Maybe Taylor was cleaning out her closets. Yeah. Gave there it to Britney. Uh-huh. That's there so you go. bizarre. Okay. That's all I got for Sassy Sports, but you know what I would say? If they're playing with balls, I'm all all over it. Entertainment report. So Taylor Swift's dad is in trouble. Scott Swift is being accused of assaulting a photographer in Australia. So local police, they did not confirm that it was her dad, but Taylor Swift's people did release a statement saying that two individuals were aggressively pushing their way towards Taylor, grabbing at her security and threatening to throw a female staff member into the water. He had to give him the Kanye West treatment. That's his baby girl. Like, what do you expect? You know? Sure, but he's a 71-year-old man. Get him. Taylor probably has 300 (laughs) security guards with her at all times. Let them do that. Well, maybe they were doing their job. That's what it is. You know, Daddy, he he gets defensive, you know? He gets protective of his daughter. I'm saying. Well, the alleged victim said that he was left with a sword left chop, but suffered no serious injuries, and it is still under investigation. And you're going to love this one, Benny, because it's about your twin. So, after months of speculation, it is official, Ryan Gosling will perform from the movie Barbie, It's Just Ken at the Oscars. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Just Ken. There it is! Is it my destiny? Good for him, because he's up for supporting actor, but there's no way in hell he's going to win that against Robert Downey Jr., so at least he'll get some stage time with this. And the Oscars need this. They can drone on. They can be boring. This will be fun. He'll make it hilarious. Yeah, and let me tell you how I know it's going to be good, too, because at the very, very beginning, when the song was first sent to Ryan Gosling and the iconic Greta Gerwig, Ryan is actually the one who asked if he could perform it in the movie because he loved it so much. So last minute, Greta rewrote a scene just to allow him to perform this song. And good thing he did, because let me tell you, it won Best Song at the Critics' Choice Awards, was nominated for Best Song Written for Visual Media at the Grammys, and now nominated for Best Original Song at the Oscars. And that's happening on March 10th. And fans are shocked (laughs) after seeing what Eminem still uses after it was spotted in an Instagram pic. A Blackberry. Now, my wonderful Gen Zers and under, I love you, but we're not talking about fruit when I say a Blackberry, okay? It's a phone that was super popular early 2000s and had like a full keyboard. Like back then, if you had this phone, y'all, you had status, okay? So super popular among celebs. Kim K, she was known for having a sash of them. And now we're seeing it again with Eminem. But it's weird to me because Blackberry stopped making these in 2022. Like they shouldn't work. But yet there he is in a picture. I do one. miss the actual keyboard. That was the best part of the Blackberry. Yeah. There's nothing tactile. like an actual key. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you can yeah. actually feel the feel the letters. Didn't it have like a little rollerball too or something? Like in the like middle? Mm. I never had a Blackberry. I had no status, so <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Are they coming back? Or he's just, no, he just still has it from 2002. But yeah, the weird thing is they like stopped the service. Like the cell service doesn't work. It so. doesn't work. <laughs> I don't what know. is in that phone? I don't can we bring back sidekicks though? I want a yes. sidekick. Yes. Those are the okay, I like the sidekicks. Those were good. Those were good. That is your dirty owned 30 and your Tuesday morning love. 
love trap is on the way. Cassie says her boyfriend Lewis is getting lots of random calls at all hours of the day and night, and he hasn't properly explained who they are from, so she thinks he might be hiding another woman. Now, he did try to claim that he has a new overbearing boss, but she's not buying that excuse. So we'll set the love trap on Lewis next with Benny Ellen and Greg on Big Bay Mornings. Have that sinking feeling that something's off in your relationship. Are you ready to face the truth? The relationships are real. The feels are at a 10. The outcome? Unknown. You are about to enter enter the love trap. So Cassie's on the line this morning, and Cassie says that her boyfriend, Lewis, is getting lots of random calls at all hours of the day, and he hasn't properly explained to her who they're from. Calls could be from another woman. Cassie, good morning. Good morning. So I first started to notice these calls like a few weeks ago because he kept leaving the room and walking into the bedroom and shutting the door every time he would get a call. Hella suspicious. Is that is that something new? Like he doesn't normally get calls and then go hide? No, we've been dating for three years and we live together and he never did that. Absolutely never. Yeah, that's already suspicious. Right. So the first couple of times, you know, I didn't think anything of it, but it became more and more common. So I asked him who he was talking to so often. He told me that he got a new boss who was a real micromanager, and he told me that that's who's been calling him. But, you know, I really don't think that that's, like, the best answer. I feel like that that's super suspicious because we've been together, like I said, for three years, and he talks about work all the time. He would have for sure told me that he got a new boss, so it just doesn't make sense to me. 100%. And wait, this is the first time when you asked about the phone calls? That was the first time you heard that he got a new boss? Yes, that was the first time. No way. I mean, of course, whenever, when your boss leaves, when something happens, everything at work, if you've been with somebody for that long, you're going to be talking about those things. If you're in a relationship, you go home and complain about your boss every single day of your life. Non stop. <laughs> I mean, every day he comes home and didn't say anything until I asked him. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty conscious now every time his phone buzzes. And when I see it goes, like, when I see it go off, I look to see who's calling, and it's the same number every single time, but he hasn't even put a number, like a name for that number. It's just a blank number, so at least I know the number. Um, so, I, I mean, like, I can tell that he's trying to hide something. Now that I've questioned him, like, he actually sends all the calls to voicemail rather than answering. So now he doesn't even pick up that random number anymore. Um, that's actually why I asked him why he wasn't answering his quote-unquote boss's calls anymore. And now he told me that it upset me, so he lets her leave a message and and then calls back if it's important. But it was so important to answer the phone every single time before and close the door and leave the room. But whatever. And he also doesn't have his boss's number saved. There are a lot of red flags. No! So many. Um, So, I mean, I, I, I noticed that he never calls back and... I'm curious as to why he's doing that. If it's only work, why is he leaving in the room in the first place to take the calls? That is true. I mean, if it's work, why can't he talk about work in front of you? Which is why I really think that he's lying about who's calling him. But in the event that he sends the flowers to me, you guys can just go with it and not tell him I set up the call. Oh, so you don't... We don't want to cause any more drama. You don't want to cause any more. So if he does, if he's doing the right thing and he sends the flowers to you, you don't want him to know 
that you've been suspicious at all. You want us to just pretend that we're going to send the flowers? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, but if he sends them to someone else, we're going to attack him. Yes. <laughs> we can do that. Uh, here's what we'll do first, though. We'll play one song when it's over, Cassie. We'll call Lewis. We'll set the love trap. We'll go from there, okay? Okay. Sounds great. Big Bay Mornings, home of the love trap. So Cassie says that her boyfriend, Lewis, has been getting a lot of random calls at all hours of the day. And Lewis hasn't been able to properly explain who they're from. He claims that it's just a new overbearing boss. But Cassie isn't buying it. She thinks he might have another woman in his life. She's asked us to set the love trap on Lewis, and that is what we are doing right now. Hey, this is Lewis. Hey, Lewis. Good morning. How are you? My name is Chad, and I'm calling from Grow With The Flow, and we are a brand new flower and plant shop here in Daly City. How are you doing this morning? You said flower, flower shop? A flower and plant shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have okay. thousands here in stock, and we just opened the first of the year, so we're relatively new. And what we are doing as a new shop, offering local residents free flowers each day in hopes of getting the word out there about us. And, Lewis, you are one of today's winners, so congratulations. And as a winner, not only did you win free flowers, but you uh, won free same-day delivery. I appreciate that, Chad. I'm not, not big into flowers. I, I never know where to put them. Okay, no problem. How about, is there anyone in your life that would appreciate a free bouquet of flowers? Of course, you could say I no, don't... but I'm just going to call the, the next person in line here. Um, actually, actually, there is, uh, there is someone. Um, could you uh, send them to a Martha for me? Send them to Martha? Yeah, yeah. Sure. I'll need her address in a moment. Do you have that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Okay, cool. Uh, but first, why don't we do this? Since they are not going to you, I'm going to go ahead and attach a card with the flowers. Also free, but we want Martha to know they're coming from you. Right now, it's just going to say to Martha from Lewis, but you could write a little message if you'd like. Yeah, Um. let's start with, I'm sorry I haven't been around much, but you know how much I love you. Is that, is that, can it be longer? Is that, is that good? That works. Yeah, yeah. You said, I'm sorry. I haven't been around. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I haven't been around as much, uh-huh. but you know how much I love you. Okay. Is Martha the one that's calling you all day, every day? I don't mean to brag, but yeah. Yeah. That's when you step out of the room when your other girlfriend's around. So you could talk with Martha. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, Lewis. My name is not Chad. My name is Benny. Not calling from a flower and plant shop. I'm calling from a radio station, 99.7 now. You're on the air. You're on what is called the Love Trap. This is where we catch Barry Jeez. We got a phone call this morning from Cassie. Thinks you're up to no good, my man. Cassie, are you there? Mm. Oh, my God. So is Martha the who keeps calling you nonstop? Hold on. Cassie. What's Hold on. Hold on. What's going on? Why are you with Chad? Uh, it was very obvious that you were lying about who's been calling you so much in the last few weeks. Did you really think I would believe that you got a new boss and didn't tell me? We've been together for three years, and you tell me everything about work. But it just slipped your mind that you got a new overbearing boss, huh? All right, well, hold on. Cool, cool down. Um, so let's let's get this straight. You set me up because of a few phone calls. You are insane. This is going way too far. All right? I'm going too far? You just sent flowers and a note telling another woman you love her, and I'm going too far. Okay, you know what, Lewis? You're a real 
I have been through it all with you. I was there during COVID when you lost your job. I let Thank you move you. in with me. And I supported you both financially and mentally. Dude, she did all that and you're cheating on her? She, like, okay. saved you when you were out of unemployed? Okay. So, okay, Cassie, you, you helped me out when I needed it. And just so we're on the same page, you're going to throw that in my face for the rest of my life? Okay, awesome. I'm glad we're we're communicating. I'm glad we're on the same page. Wonderful. You know what? Louis. Louis, who is Martha? She's not really your boss, right? Or a coworker? This is someone completely different. It's it's it's, it's not your it's not your business. It's not any, anyone's business. Like my relationships are my own. Well, it is Cassie's business. Who the hell is Martha? Cassie, we can talk about this when we get home. Don't you think you owe it to her to at least explain what's going on? You have been together for three years, and you're acting like you've known her for six months. Yeah, so Cassie and I can have a conversation without you, Chad. Um, Cassie, we'll Chad. talk when we get home. <laughs> there is no Chad. Dude, at least at least give her something right here. You've kind of humiliated her on the phone. No, no, it's... Cassie, you shouldn't have set, set me up, but we'll talk about that. We'll have a civil conversation when I get home. You are so smug and uppity. Like, do you have an, any emotion in your body? Thank you. Thank you. Know, I love this. This is what a wonderful use of my time this has been. Cassie, we can t we can call and meet after hang up. We'll call we'll call afterwards. Have a chat. You know what? I'm never going to call you again. Wake up. Go. Good morning. They just say it how it is and they just give their opinion and it's hysterical. Big Bay mornings. <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and thanks for being here with the family. It is Big Bay Mornings. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, everyone. Hello, Ellen. Hola, good morning. Top of the morning to you, producer Art. Top of the morning, what's up, Benny? A lot going on this morning. Of course, it's Tuesday, which means pay your bills day. Every hour starting at 820, we are calling out names. So be here in about an hour and 20 minutes. Coming up in 20 minutes, though, 720, we have tickets for you to see my man, Jelly Roll. He's coming to the Bay this fall, and we have Jelly Roll tickets for you, courtesy of the Habits Law Prize Vault. That'll happen at 7.20. Worst financial mistake of your life. This morning's BBM DM is from a mom uh, who wants to know if she should let her 11-year-old spend his own money however he wants on whatever he wants. Collectively in the room, we say yes. There are valuable lessons in letting your child choose how to spend their money, including making financial mistakes when it doesn't really count. What about when it does count? <laughs> when you're an adult on your own and you make a whoops purchase. What, what is that whoops purchase? Worst financial mistake. It wasn't a purchase for me, but oh, uh, which makes it even worse. I co-signed on a car for a boyfriend. We... Broke up yeah, shortly yeah. thereafter, and he defaulted on the loan. So guess who they came looking for? You. That's right. <laughs> it was bad. No. And he ended up, the car ended up coming to my house for whatever reason. So I had the car. I could not afford, I can't even believe they let this happen. What the bank was thinking, I don't know. Two guys with no money. I mean, I was in my early 20s. So he defaulted. The responsibility fell to you. And then what did you do? Called I the repo man? did not pay anything. And finally they said they were going to come and pick it up. And I still remember the day. Heard some noise outside. I looked out my window and there was a tow truck outside picking up that um, gold Saturn. A Saturn? It was a, a Saturn. gold 
Saturn. Baby. And that was my first car, a Saturn. So all, that's a good car. That's it was my car. second. I had a white really? Saturn. Yes. A white Saturn. That was my first car. <laughs> I only owned a Saturn for a very short time until the repo man came to pick it up. But he screwed up my credit for years. My worst financial mistake was over a car as well. So much so that I filed bankruptcy Damn. over this Damn. car at 23. So at 19, I bought the car. I blame my friend Rage, who lives here in the Bay and is probably listening right now. It is all your fault. <laughs> we went to lunch one day. Both of us lived in San Diego at the time. We're 19. Well, he's a little bit older. We go out to lunch. Afterwards, I'm driving away with, with Rage in my Altima. And he said, you know what we need to do? We need to upgrade you, bro. You can't be driving this Altima. God. Let's go get you a brand new 350Z. You know, I I know Rage, mm-hmm. and I blame him, too. I mean, <laughs> this sounds like something he would do. He likes to spend other people's money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we go we go to Nissan, trade in my Altima for this 350Z. Ellen, I put zero down, no money down. Mm. The interest, I was 19 with no credit, or if I had any credit, bad credit. Tw- almost 20% APR. On a oh car? On a car. That's like 20 times higher than it should be. Yes. <laughs> and my monthly payment, mind you, I was making probably 40 grand a year. My monthly payment was just under $800. God. What were you thinking? Are you serious? I wasn't you thinking. Weren't. That's a problem. That's a problem. You were paying more for your oh car payment gosh. than I was paying for my rent when I left Texas 20 years ago. Oh, my mom, I remember the conversations when she found out how much I was paying. She was like, you spend more than doctors spend on cars. You can't afford an $800 car payment. I'm like, no, and I couldn't. I drove it for four years. Finally, at 23, I got fired from a job. No money coming in. And I, I called the bank. I said, hey, come pick it up. I can't Oops. I can't do it. And the repo man did, dude, within 30 minutes, the repo man showed up to my front door. It looked like the rock he was so big i was like i want no trouble here are the keys thank you the person who approved that loan should have been fired like that's 100%. ridiculous 100%. i don't think they do things like that anymore but they definitely preyed on us yeah. when we were younger it's a setup for sure well and then they auctioned the car for next to nothing whoever bought the car and then it fell on me to pay the difference and what I owed the bank. Do the math, 20%, right? What I owed the bank versus what they sold the car for for 10 grand or something like that they sold the car for. I couldn't afford it, and I literally filed bankruptcy over that. Wow, well, these banks went out of business. Ugh. But learn my lesson. Never again will I make a mistake like that. And by rule of thumb, at least when it comes to cars, any car I've purchased since then, if I'll make sure I have that money in the bank. If I need to pay the car off, I have that cash. And you see, this is why I am now putt-putting around in a 13-year-old car. I don't care. I don't need to look cool. Flat tires. Yeah, riding on the rims. I'm riding dirty on the rims. I don't care. I could have used all this advice maybe last month before I bought my car. Uh-huh. So just that out there. Last month? I just got it last month. Oh I'm telling you, last God, year no. was the worst year for cars when it came down to me. I had the worst luck. Got my first. My Kia had just got paid off, was stolen. Okay. okay. Then I was like, all right, well, let me get this, you know, this Camry. I got into a car accident. It was completely wrecked. And so I decided to treat myself this year. And now I'm questioning it, hearing your guys' stories. Yeah, I don't understand. You have very average cars. One gets stolen. One gets totaled. What? Why then do you decide to go and upgrade? Can I just say what you upgraded to? Yeah, sure. Uh, the BMW SUV. What oh, is that? An X3. How do you then decide because to upgrade? I believe 
said, if you lose something, you got to upgrade. You got to come back stronger. So I was like, I'm going to treat myself okay. and I'm going to get the card that I want. Well, I and hope you put I something did, down, and I hope it ain't twenty percent APR. It's not. It's okay. not. It's not that bad. It's I actually hurting. have decent credit. You know, things worked out really, really well. So I manifested it. I'm just gonna say that. But my biggest financial mistake, though, I will say, is my ex. My <laughs> ex. I would say my ex. And you know what? It's all love. I appreciate him. Love him. Uh-huh. But I put so much money into that relationship. Like there was years that he wasn't working, and I put a lot of money, and I was. In that type of relationship where it was my fault, I would put his needs before mine. So I was always, you know, I made sure he had this, he had that, Ellen, but I wasn't taking care no. of me. That's my fault, though. I take accountability for that. I did that. Lesson learned? Lesson learned. There you go. Relationships right. are blessings or lessons, and that was a lesson. And by the way, we don't have time to do it right now, but Ellen, we are going to spend a lot of time exploring mm-hmm. that relationship in the future. We're going to have some gosh. major Dr. Phil segments on this show about that relationship. It was a 15 years, so. Well, he's so. coming in on Thursday. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Therapy session live on the air. He's coming in Thursday to borrow her car. Uh, I will, real quick, before we wrap this up, Greg, I imagine you're the same, though. Are you very, very protective of your credit ever since that, though? Yes, and I don't, you know what, I, I don't spend money on useless things yeah. anymore. I'll tell you this, when I moved here, my dream car always was a BMW, the BMW sedan. I always wanted it. Growing up, that was my dream car. When I moved here, got enough money to afford it, I bought it, and you know what? I was so proud and so happy for about a year, and then I realized that car did not make me feel any better. Look any better. It did not make me happier in any way. And I thought, what the hell am I doing spending all this money on this car that doesn't do anything for me? So, boof, got rid of it. And now I've been driving that little Volvo for 13 years now. What an 845 credit score. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it took so long to build my credit back. Um, All right. Well, listen, sounds like we learned from our mistakes. How about you? Worst financial mistake you made and did you learn from it? Text us, 888-845. Five six nine nine seven zero. We are set to play the Big Money Minute next. Let's play Big Money Minute. Let's do it. Jose in Vacaville. It's caller twenty five. Jose, good morning. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? We are good. What's up, Jose? I'm sitting here in traffic. I'm like, hey, let me call in, see if I get in. Yeah, let's try to get this $1,000. It's your lucky day. Ten questions, minute on the clock. Answer the questions correctly within the minute, and you're going to win $1,000. Good luck, Jose. The game starts now. Ready, set, go. What is the Statue of Liberty holding over her head? A torch. Which planet is famous for its rings? Saturn. True or false, the company Apple was founded in the 70s. True. Name the rapper who says, I'm vanilla, baby, as the first line in his new song, Loving On Me. Jack Harlow. What is the capital of Tennessee? Knoxville. Spell bizarre. B-I-Z-A-R-R-E. Who was the head coach of the Warriors? What's the name for the 10-year period that followed the stock market crash of 1929? Which number is next in the sequence? 9, 18, 27, 3, 2, 1. Wow! 
36, yeah, he said it there at the end. You got eight out of the nine that we answered. Oh, actually, seven out of the nine that we answered. Let's go through them. Statue of Liberty is holding a torch over her head. Saturn, famous for its rings. Apple was founded in the 70s, 1976. Jack Harlow. I'm vanilla, baby. He loves to say that line over there. Because <laughs> uh, I'm vanilla, baby. <laughs> I believe you said Knoxville. It's Nashville as the capital of Tennessee. Bizarre. You spelled correctly. Steve Kerr is the coach of the Warriors. It was the Great Depression. That was the 10-year period that followed the stock market crash of 1929, 9, 18, 27, and 36. Not bad, Jose. Not bad. But no $1,000 this morning. But we thank you for listening and uh, drive safe out there, man. All right. I'll see you guys. All right. Toodaloo. We'll play again next hour and again at 910. But we're coming back with Jelly Roll Tickets. Five minutes away from Jelly Roll Tickets. Hang on. Wake up. Woo! Big Bay mornings. When you wake up in the morning. Uh-huh. Let's do this. Before we get into your financial mistakes, we need call a 25 for Jelly Roll Tickets. Jelly Roll is coming to the Bay this fall. And we have free tickets for Call of 25 right now, courtesy of the Habits Law Prize Vault. Call Big Bay Mornings, 888-456-9970. I do want to say, I don't know if you guys read this, but Jelly Roll was talking about the ticket prices for his shows. And it, I forget the exact quote, but it's really cool. Tickets for his show, $40, and they're going to stay at $40. That's how much they cost because he's like, listen, it all adds up. When you oh, go yeah. to see a show, you know, you got to get a sitter a lot of the times. You're going out to dinner. Some people are getting a hotel room. You're buying the tickets. You're paying for parking, gas, all of that. He's like, I know how hard it is to go out, especially when it's like a Tuesday night or something like that. He's like, so I want my ticket prices to be reasonable, affordable, $40. Love I love it. And look at that. And we're talking about like big financial failures and Jelly Roll is sitting there. Helping you out. Uh-huh. Helping your finances out, Jelly Roll. <laughs> All right, what do we have from the texting hotline, Greg? Well, I tell you something. Our girl Madge, Madonna, she said famously her biggest mistake financially was marriage. And oh. we're finding out on the texting hotline, as Ellen said, all the ladies are coming, backing her up. Men. Men are mm-hmm. the biggest financial failure. <laughs> That's right. That's right. From the 408, I got taken for a ride with an ex-boyfriend of mine. I was helping him with the side business. He got a hold of my credit cards and ran $60,000 oh. in credit card debt what? up. I have been paying those off forever. Behind Jail. your back? I think both in front, like she went in willingly, but then didn't know he was going to run up so much. Then we got another one. A man was my biggest financial uh, issue. I ran up $18,000 in a three-year span on a guy who I thought loved me, Mm -hmm. but he was really just using me. Just so trifling. Damn. See, it's because we trust you. We trust in you. We trust in our man. That's why we chose you. So when you say to invest in this, to do this, do that, we're like, okay, he's going to guide me. He's going to lead me in the right direction. And then, bam, death. <laughs> Credit card failure. Oh, my God. The financial failures. Biggest mistake you can make is following your heart over your head. Has anybody watched John Oliver this week? In no. The past episode? Mm-mm. There's a new scam out there. 
called pig butchering. And be careful. They come hard for me all the time. You, They go through these dating apps. On Grindr, I get at least five a day. I can tell what they are. I didn't know it was called this. It's all from China, these big shops that they're running out, and they get to know you, you fall Mm. in love with them, Mm. and then they have a a crypto scam that they run on you, and you invest money in crypto, and it looks like you're making money, and then they close your account, and they steal all the money. (gasps) So it's happening on Tinder, on Hinge, on Grindr, big time. They're very obvious to spot if you pay attention. It's super hot Asian guys with their shirts (laughs) off, always asking you... Second question in is always, what do you do for a living? Mm. Always. It's so be so careful. I mean, it's been going on for years with older people. They're being targeted, yeah. right? You mm-hmm. know, trying to find love. And they're just getting scammed and paying mm-hmm. thousands so and thousands. I mean, I read one story. This older person thought she found love. She spent, in the span of, I think, a year and a half, two years, what took her her whole life to save. She yeah. spent every penny in a year and a half, two years. Oh, well, she thought love was going to be like, yeah. she thought it was going to yeah. be love. Oh, yeah. my heart. People are losing all of their money. And yeah, they, they're they calling you pig butchering because they fatten you up like a pig and then they slaughter you. They take all your money. It's crazy. Be really careful. Uh, from Maria, I love John Oliver. This week's episode about pig butchering was insane. I recommend everybody watch I that. I believe it's on Max that mm-hmm. John Oliver is on. It's a great show. It is crazy. Be careful with your money. Don't follow your heart, Ellen. I'm trying. Follow your head. Well, now okay. you have now you have a gunkle. A gay yeah. uncle. <laughs> and then you have, I don't know what Benny would be referred to as. Strunkle? A strunkle? A strunkle. A drunkle. Hello. Everyone has one of those. Do they not? Yeah. We love him. Let's play. Big Money Minute. And we're playing with Meg and San Mateo. Hi, Meg. Good morning. Good morning. How you feeling about the game today? You know, excited, a little nervous. <laughs> okay, well, don't be nervous. You're going to do great. Thanks, guys. What's your average when you play along? What's your average? You know, I usually um, eight, nine, pretty good. All right. Oh, nice. oh, eight or nine. All right. Well, Meg, if you go 10 for 10, we're going to slide you $1,000. Good luck. The big money minute starts now. Ready, set, go. Which video game company made the Wii? Nintendo. True or false? Lake Tahoe falls between the border of California and Oregon. False. How many quarters do you need to make one hundred dollars? Four hundred. Is Jelly Roll a cartoon character or a singer? Singer. What is the capital of Russia? Moscow. What's the name of the candy factory in Fairfield? Jelly Belly. Which actor is uh, Kylie Jenner dating? Uh, Corey Hill? Spell spell chaperone. Spell chaperone. C-H-A-P-E-R-O-N-E. Which Shakespeare play has the line to be or not to be? (sighs) That is Macbeth. Callista Flockhart starred as the title character in what popular 90s show? 
Give me a few extra seconds. Alan McBeal. There it no. is. We got eight out of ten, and we threw a GD in there. Yep. I'm sorry. I think I jumped it. <laughs> we'll see. I'm looking on here. Meg, you're a baker and a party planner and a homemaker, and you got that kind of mouth? Of course. For reasons, too. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought we were dealing with sweet old Meg over here until she cursed. I'm usually pretty sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go through these. You did well. Uh, the Nintendo. Nintendo Wii, that is false. California and Nevada is where Lake Tahoe falls between. You need 400 quarters to make $100. Jelly Roll is a singer. Moscow, Russia, Jelly Belly Factory in Fairfield. It's Timothy Chalamet who is dating Kylie Jenner. Chaperone, you spelled correctly. It's Hamlet, that's to be or not to be. And Allie McBeal for Calista Flockhart. Eight out of ten. Not bad. Stay with your average. Mm-hmm. Your average. Yeah. I did, Meg, do you have kids? I do. August and Molly. August and Molly. Right now. I want you to tell them what mommy did today nope. on the radio. <laughs> Mommy has potty language? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Meg, we thank you and the family for listening and go out there and have a great Tuesday. Oh, thanks, guys. Alrighty. (laughs) Bye-bye. Coming back with Pay Your Bills. Yeah. From the $1,000 Big Money Minute to the $1,000 Pay Your Bills. Ten minutes away from the first name of the day. Let's play. Big Money Minute. And we're playing with Alex in San Jose. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. What's going on, Alex? <laughs> Not much. How are you doing? We're all right. What's what's all that racket in the background? Where are you? Oh, uh, kind of in a a meeting, but oh, you're in a oh, meeting. Okay, that works. Okay, that's time to play Big Money Minute. Multitasking. <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, let's see how this works. Well, hopefully, it's a Zoom meeting. You're not sitting in a conference room right now with a bunch of people, right? No, it's a Zoom. All right, perfect. Yeah. Well, we all do other I things when we're on Zoom. All hey, right. as long as you're dressed, that's all that matters. Yeah. And, and even then, only the, down the offer. only the upper half. What'd you say? <laughs> you couldn't down, turn down the offer. Oh, uh, to play the game? Well, yeah, let's see if we give you $1,000. Yeah. Here we go, man. Ten questions. A minute on the clock. Answer the questions correctly within the minute. You're going to win the money. Good luck. The game starts now. Ready, set, go. H2O is the chem- chemical formula for what? Water. The Bloomin' Onion appetizer can be found at what chain restaurant? Pass. Shape of You and Thinking Out Loud are songs from what singer? Taylor Swift. What country originally founded the 13 colonies? Uh, in British? Are you... UK. What's the name of the wooden roller coaster at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk? Uh, Big Dipper. Which Bay Area baseball team is in the National League West Division? Uh, Giants. True or false? Olivia Pope was a character on the TV show Scandal. Pass. Spell parallel. P A R E L L. What is 17 times 2? 
Got that one. Ratata. Got through nine of them. Let's run through them. H2O ah. is water. Bloomin' Onion is a uh, appetizer at the Outback Steakhouse. Ed Sheeran actually sings Shape of You ah. and Thinking Out Loud. The 13 colonies were founded by, yes, Great Britain or England. It's the giant dipper on the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Not the big dip. Oh, I mean, it's the, yeah, giant dipper, mm-hmm. not the big dipper. The Giants play in the National League West. Um... Olivia Pope was a character on Scandal. Parallel is P-A-R-A-L-L-E-L, and 17 times 2 is 34. All righty, Alex. We'll let you get back to your Zoom meeting. But thank you for listening (laughs) and playing, and have a good day. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Good day, mate. (laughs) Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. I am craving Outback. I want to go. I want to go down under. I'll tell you, Ginger and Big Buck, this was a staple when we would go out to eat. It was at least once a month, if not a couple times a month, we would get the Bloomin' Onion. Mm -hmm. And my mom loved to get B-52s there. Really? Yes. It's a shot. And I think it has like Kahlua and um, uh, what's the thing you put in your coffee? Bailey's? Bailey's and whipped cream and all just kinds oh, of wow. stuff in that. So I'm looking at the calorie count for the Bloomin' Onion. Oh, God. Let's take a, <laughs> let's play a little game of high, high, low. <laughs> Ellen. Okay. You tell me, how many calories do you think? 300. 300. In the Bloomin' Onion? I don't low. know. I don't even know low. 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 I've never been. It's like I would say. A fried onion. I'm going 950. 950. 1,300. Well. You're both under all y'all. Oh. 1620, <laughs> oh. 1620 calories for a blooming onion. Here's the good news it's one serving, though, the whole onion. So I, I was waiting for it to oh. say, you know, four servings but there. There's no way anybody could eat that by themselves. Oh, I you, could. No, you couldn't. You start getting sick after you eat. <laughs> you, it's so delicious the first three or four bites. And then once you go in, you just start getting sick. See, right. I don't know what it is. That sounds, I pictured an onion that was just opened up, blooming. Yeah, it, it is. is. And then it's fried like five times. Oh, they okay. open up that onion. Okay, that makes sense. All right, then like yes, with a bunch of dipping sauces. Right? Oh, it's been years since I had. It's delicious. Okay, they're all closing. So they are. Yeah, that was the news yesterday. I saw their closing. Oh, we better go then. Family outing to Outback. Isn't there one off the highway, like in Marin, right off the highway? Is that one open? There used to be a Marin City, but no. Now it's a Brazilian steakhouse, which you're a big fan of. I mean, there is nothing from Brazil that I'm not in love with. Mostly. The men. Yeah, but yes. Yeah. But you know what? You can find the men in the steakhouse. There you go. There it is. Uh, we're rolling commercial free on your Tuesday hey. morning. Paying bills in six minutes. Plus, sound checks on the way. We're going to play a game. Another game. Person, place, or thing is coming up after a little Adele. I got money on my mind. Yeah. Big Bay Mornings. And Big Bay Mornings has $1,000. Pay your bills time. Sabrina Guzman in Pittsburgh. You are up. Sabrina Guzman in Pittsburgh. Ten minutes on the clock starting right now to call Big Bay Mornings at 888-456-9970 so we could give you $1,000. Sabrina Guzman in Pittsburgh, call us now. Big Bay Mornings. Sound check. Game time. This morning in sound check, we're going to play person, place, or thing. Here are the rules. I'm going to read you a series of clues about a person, a place, or a thing. 
If you buzz in and get the right answer, you get the point next round. If you guess incorrectly, you are out, but only until the next round. If no one gets it by the third clue, round is over, no point for anyone, and we move on. As soon as you know it, or think you know it, yell out your name as your buzzer. Okay? First round is a person. We are looking for a person. This Academy Award-winning actress first gained attention for her role as the tough, computer-hacking Lara Croft. Arthur? Angelina Jolie. Give yourself a point. Got it. All right, you see how the game works, though? Yep, got it, got it, okay. Person, place, or thing, this is a thing. This is a thing. Premiering in 1990 on Fox, this iconic teen drama followed the lives of a group of friends living in an upscale Mm. neighborhood. Yes, Greg. What is Beverly Hills 90210? Give Greg the point! Do I have to answer the form of a question? You don't have to, but I like it. (laughs) Mix it in a little Jeopardy action. Um, Damn, I wasted my time on all these clues. So far, I haven't needed to get to Um, All right, person, place, or thing. This is another person. This is a person. This person played guitar in the band Dead & Company. Art. John Mayer. How do you know that John Mayer was in a band called Dead & Company? Because he is. I've never heard of that band ever. It's it's a Grateful Dead. It's a spin on the Grateful Dead. He's basically the lead guitarist of that band now. I figured no one was going to get it there. (laughs) Then clue number two, he famously dated Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, Jennifer Aniston, Get Closer, and Mm -hmm. then he won his first Grammy for Your Body is Wonderland. All right, Art. Art's got two points. This is a place. This is a school in the Northeast United States with origins dating back to 1754. Art. He's going to get it wrong, so I love that he's out this round. Yes, sir. (laughs) Uh, Harvard. Incorrect. You are out. Why would he just go for, I mean, there's a ton over there (laughs) that have their dates. Yeah, Yeah, okay. He had an intuition, a gut feeling. That's why. All right, he is out for this round. So the first clue for this place, a school in the Northeast U.S. with origins dating back to 1754. Clue number two, it's in the Ivy League. Clue number three, it's in New York, New York. Greg. Yes, Greg. What is Columbia? Give him a point. You know what? Thank you. My friend Netta went to Columbia. That's why I know, baby. It's your first game, Ellen. It's your first official game. It's okay. Uh, Let's do two two more. So, Greg and Art each have two? Yeah. Yes. Ellen, how many do you have? Mm. Oh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) All righty. This is a person. This one could be tough. This is a person. This person was once portrayed by David Bowie in a movie. He worked with Thomas Edison. This is going to be the giveaway. Who can yell it out the fastest? Clue number three. An electric car company with Bay Area ties is named after him. Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla, indeed. Correct. Give him a point. I was going to go on the second, but... (laughs) And by the way, okay, I need to throw this in here. When he screams his name, you stop... You stop with the clue. Oh, that's true. You're right. You you're keep right. read. Uh-huh. You kept reading. You have to stop with the clue. I know. For the <laughs> listener, it, it's a great point. I just want to finish for the listeners. You did for me. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Final one, Greg. You could tie it. And Ellen also. This is something you need to know for this show. Tie always goes to the gay on this show. <laughs> yes. Oh, noted. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is a place. This is a place. This city is nicknamed. City of Roses. Greg. Yes, sir. 
Portland? It is Portland! Wow! Tie goes to the game. Oh, that was a good round of person, place, or thing. Mm-hmm. Although, yes, tied, but tie goes to the gay now. So I don't ever want to be called gay again on the show, then, okay? If we don't call you gay. Me. We call you bye. bye. Okay. <laughs>